0: First twenty minutes are complete.
1: Marcelo over the shoulder to loner. He will shoot that shot and make the three left
0: side. The second half is about to begin. A
1: hook over the head, touch pass nice. in the corner. Marcelo for a three, got it. Ab for three.
0: This is BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Really important twenty minutes of basketball coming up for the BYU Cougars, and a lot of things on the line. Tournament seeding in Las Vegas and postseason possibilities on Selection Sunday. Tough to play yourself out of the tournament from where BYU has been with a net around 25 and a seed anywhere from 7 to 9 the last few weeks. But, but... Having gone through what BYU went through last week with losing at Santa Clara and Pacific, two games they could have and should have won, you'd think. To follow it up with a home loss to San Francisco, albeit a good basketball team, not a bad loss per se. It would be a Q2 loss right now. Might even end up as a Q1 loss if USF holds on to win it. It's that it gives you three straight losses, Mark. And if Gonzaga were to do as Gonzaga does to everybody else in this league, you find yourself on a four-game skid hitting the road for a couple of games that are nothing but Q4s for you. And yet, they become absolute got to have games. And, and it, just, yeah. it just changes the complexion of the season at a really dicey part of the season. So 15-point yeah. deficit facing the Cougs. They came back from down 10 about halfway through the second half, in San Francisco they will have to come back again against a very good Dons team that just feels like everything's going their way tonight.
2: Yeah, they are not. they were missing them early, but Bouye and Shabazz uh, have been terrific uh, towards the end of the first half. And I'm not so worried about winning this game. I mean, I I think it's important, obviously, but this team's reeling a little bit, and it's not going to get easier Saturday. I I just would like to see some riding the ship of some kind, and uh, hopefully
1: a win would do that.
2: You're going to have to have better performances from a lot of guys in the second
1: half. First possession of the second half goes to San Francisco. They go right to left as we see it and you hear it. BYU coming the other way, left to right. Tijon Lucas guarding Jamari Bouye out front. Masalski takes a handoff high. Stefanini, Tape, and now Shabazz on the right wing. Short corner right to Masalski. Gets himself into the paint. Right hand jump hook settles in. 17-point lead, 42 to 25. Yowen Masalski's got eight. BYU basketball brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen serving Utah families and helping Utah families for over 30 years. Game-high lead for the Dons. The post up to Foose. Foose has it knocked away, taken away. He's turnover number 7, the lead from Stefanini to Bouyer, driving lay and score. 4-0 start to the second half for San Francisco. And just like that, BYU is nearly down 20, 44-25. to 25. I think And the uh, so. Dons smelling blood in the water with 19.09 to play. That's what they needed to do, get it to Foose, and then he lost the dribble. The slip screen low, and Gideon George is swatted down low by Tape. USF the other way. Bouye Euroing, tapping it to himself and then squeezing it short off the window. The rebound to Foos. Foos outlet Lucas. BYU down 19 at home. Doesn't happen often. Gideon George, baseline right. Steel. Got it back to George. Put it back on the floor. Stefanini takes it away. It's another turnover for BYU. Back-to-back turnovers.
2: My my big problem with Gideon. He's just too careless on the dribble. So many
1: times he loses that. Dribbling into a 15-footer is Shabazz. And just like that, BYU's down 21. And Mark Pope may call timeout. 90 seconds in, and we're taking a break. USF pulling away. A 15-point lead's gone to 21. This crowd is silent here at the Marriott Center. And the Cougs are in dire straits against the Dons. USF 46 and BYU 25 as we take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to the Bilt Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU Basketball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, proud sponsor of BYU athletics. Well, not often BYU finds itself trailing by 21 on its home hardwoods. But it is USF having shaken off a sluggish start to lead by 21. 46-25 is our score, with still 18-27 to play here at the Marriott Center. Plenty of time left to stage a massive comeback. In fact, it was many, many years ago. BYU was down 21 to Utah at roughly the same time of the game. Cougars came back to win that one, as we recall memorably, Mark would need a similar effort and then some tonight. 46-25 is San Francisco's lead over BYU. 18-27 to play.
2: I'd sure like to see it, but what we're seeing doesn't point to that happening as BYU is up 12-4. It's been
1: 42-13 since that time. Alex Barcella will lead BYU into front court. A.B. with 14. The next high scorer for BYU is Atiki Ali Atiki with 4. A.B. A.B. Step back three, he got it to go. BYU's third Mountain America Credit Union three-pointer of the night, but the first three-pointer since Alex's second three in the early moments of this game. They Desperately need a momentum shift, and that's the kind of play that can give it to you. BYU went nearly 20 clock minutes without a three, as Bouye will drive and hand high to Masalski. He goes for the dunk, and he's fouled on his way to the hoop. BYU down 18, 46-28. It'll be free throws for USF. is called for his second foul. Caleb Lohner scoreless on the night, coming off the bench for the first time in a while. Scoreless on 0-for-1 with a single rebound, an ineffectual night for Lohner. Caleb Lohner was a preseason all-conference pick. The coaches liked what they saw from Caleb in league last year. Named him one of the top 10 players in the conference this year, but it hasn't been a top 10-type season for Caleb, who was sent to the bench for Gideon George tonight. Caleb's in the game now as Masalski misses the free throw into the rock. Makes the second, so one for two for Yaoen Masalski. He's got nine on the night, matching his point total from the hilltop against BYU. Barcelos fouled 40 feet away from the basket by Khalil Shabazz. Shabazz picks up just his first foul, and first against the Dons here in the second half, non-shooting. BYU on the sideline. The Dons lead it by 19, 47-28. Trevin Nell triggers into Alex Barcelo. Barcelo with 17 to pace the Cougs and lead all scorers. Tijon Lucas drives the end line. A drift pass in the right corner to Nell. Lohner inside the right junction. Gets it low on Masalski. Masalski blocks him. Yowen Masalski averaging 2.5 blocks per game blocks Lohner. And USF comes the other way. Stefanini. Fade away. Got it to go. Step back by Gabe Stefanini. And it's 49-28. Dons by 21 again. Stefanini's got seven. His first two of the second half. Loner straddling the three-point line left side. Corner three AB. Hit the side of the backboard. He's fouled on it. He'll get three free throws. BYU basketball is brought to you by JCWs. JCWs with something for everybody at your dinner after the game. From burgers to wings, shakes to salads, JCW's quality, and a lot of it. In Lehigh, American Fork, Provo, South Jordan, and Harriman. Two free throws. Make it three for AB, beg your pardon. Three free throws for Barcello. He makes the first. He's got 18. He may have 20 points after this free throw trip. It'll be 20 of BYU's 31 if he makes them both. He's at 19 of BYU's 30 at this point. So AB on the verge of a 20-point night, but it's not coming from anywhere else tonight for BYU. AB goes two for three, misses the last free throw. So he stays at 19. BYU stays at 30, 49-30. to 30, Don's up 19 with 17-13 to play. Patrick Tape just inside the three-point line shading left. He'll hand off to Jamari Bouye. Bouye to Stefanini straight away. Stefanini walks into a three left side, short on it. Rebound Lohner. BYU numbers for a moment as Lohner starts at right side, terminates at 40 feet, and... Stefanini with an unwise foul of Loner. standing with the basketball 40 feet away from the hoop. Stefanini with his second foul. The Dons have their sec a third of the second half. Uh, Stefanini's third, two coming in the second half.
2: Yeah. Se- sit with those three.
1: Seneca Knight lobs into Loner. He'll take a three from the right side and miss it short. Gets his own rebound, drives hard to the hole and misses short. Rebound, USF. Caleb Lohner now five for 38 from deep this year. The drive and handoff from Rish Wayne to Masalski in the hammer home. The two-hand dunk. Masalski's got 11, and USF back up 21 at 51 to 30. Scoreboard shows 49 to 30, but it's a 51-30 game. Score's not been added yet for USF. Loner bangs into Masalski. Jump hook good for Caleb, and he's on the board for the first time tonight. 51-32. To the score is wrong. The scoreboard shows 49-32, and now they're going to stop the clock they made to look at the score or to the break. They, they've changed it now. 51-32. Dons up 19. Shabazz, mid-alley left, straight away to Rishwain. Rishwain steps back to the three-point line. we Will give it up to Bouye, who comes to meet as... Spencer Jackson knocks it out of bounds. It'll be San Francisco basketball. Sideline send in for the Dons in control up 19, 51 to 32.
2: I like that move better from Loner. He gets in trouble when he tries to just overpower people at the rim. Shoot a little five footer, shoot a little jump hook. You're not going to be successful against a guy like Masalski at the rim.
1: AB sits on six for 10 shooting. His teammates are five for 21. Chris Wayne, left corner. Drives past Knight. A handoff to Tape. Tape misses the two-hand hammer. It bounced out. A Tiki ali a tiki down floor to Johnson. Johnson will drive. Scoop and miss at the rim. And USF the other way. A one-on-two for San Francisco. Shabazz will Euro it and get blocked out of bounds by Tiki ali Atiki Timeout on the floor. It'll be USF basketball after this. 15-43 to play. Dons 51, Coops 32 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: BYU Basketball from the Marriott Center. First of two this weekend, Gonzaga coming in on Saturday. And Gonzaga, yawn, another 30-point win tonight, 92 to 62 at San Diego. BYU Basketball brought to you in part by Built Bar. Line up every candy bar you can think of and come see why everyone's saying, I'd rather have a Built Bar. Call it a candy bar, call it a candy, uh, call it a protein bar. Either way, healthy is tasty. Finally, well, tonight's uh, game to this point, less than appetizing for the Cougar faithful, 51-32. to 32. Dons leading BYU. USF in desperation mode, needing this win to get back on the right side of the bubble. And, Mark, if BYU doesn't win this one, the Cougs may find themselves where the Dons were coming in two tonight, back on the bubble, having lost three in a row. And although tonight's loss wouldn't be a bad loss in tournament vernacular, it could end up as a Q1 loss. At the end of the day it's uh, what it does to this byu team in this phase of the season on a three game losing skid with the zags coming in on saturday we said before the game though mark a weekend splits what you want and even if without a grand outcome tonight that you like you could still get that weekend split but it would take one of those special magical nights here at the marriott center to beat the mighty zags but we still have 15 43 left in this one and the Cougars are down 19 our score mark is 51 to 32 usf and top just,
2: just need to take their time, though. I mean, you can get back in this game, but BYU's kind of rushing the comeback, if that makes
1: sense. The lob into Masowski from the end line. Pass goes cross-court to richwain Or Meeks, beg your pardon. He goes left corner, Bouye. Shabazz will hop into the paint and draw a foul on his way up. It'll be Marcelo picking it up. And two free throws for the Dons, USF. Hasn't taken a ton of free throws, just five. They're three for five. BYU's taken 16, but missed seven, missed nine of the 16 tonight. So it's Khalil Shabazz shooting two and making the first. He's three of four at the free throw line, 14 points. He and Bouye leading the way. Shabazz 14, Bouye 13. Masalski's got 11, and two for two for Shabazz. He's four of five at the stripe and 15 points on the night. He scored 14 on the hilltop against BYU, tops that by one tonight. And he's now made 31 of his last 35 free throw attempts. Alex Barcelo, three-point land left. He'll run up between the circle. Oh, He gets hip-checked by Pasolski. Tons of contact and no call. It'll be Johnson driving the inline, handing off to Atiki. Atiki jump hook is good. And BYU's back down 19 again. It was 53-32, now 53-34. Cougs trail by 19 to the Dons. We have five minutes gone here at half number two. Any better on-ball
2: defense. Samson's able to get in the paint, kick to their big
1: man. Shabazz, three-pointer, left corner off the iron. Rebound, loner. Loner. AB. BYU down 19 to Seneca Knight. He'll spin from the el- elbow. Get low, give to Atiki. Again, a jump hook. Again for Atiki, Ali Atiki. He's got eight, tying his career high that he set in his last game on the weekend. BYU down 17. Cougs on the comeback trail. 14-30 to go. Plenty of time left for a comeback as Bouye is going to drive and get stripped. And then Barcelos fouled in backcourt. That'll be team foul number four, non-shooting. Mark, you look at the time left. 14-27, 17-point deficit. We remember that BYU was down 13 with around two minutes to go at Pacific and somehow found themselves with a chance to win that game late. Got to within two, so it can happen quickly. And there's still lots of time left for BYU. So the Kooks on the comeback. Amazing how momentum shift can get you back in the game quickly. And let's not forget, USF had a 23-point lead against St. Mary's just last week and lost that right. game. Now, there was more time left than that one, but they've lost big leads. Lohner, three-point land left. He'll drive hard to the end line. Fake a pass, bounce it right corner. Three, Seneca, go. Oh, it's an air ball long. Lohner's there to collect the rebound. And he was fouled. fouled. He was fouled, loose ball fouled. Team, number, team foul number five. So despite the miss, a good thing happened with Loner hustling underneath the glass. So 53-36, USF leading it by 17, a three-point make mark, and it feels different. It'll be a 14-point game with 14 minutes to go. AB, baseline send-in for BYU. lob to Atiki. Atiki looking for help, has it in AB, 30 feet away left side. Marcella, penetration to the base left out to Spencer Johnson. He'll hop into the paint, right to the rim. Scoop in, miss. tip by a tiki. Good. The <laughs> tip is good. Time. The officials are right there and did not call any goaltending. It is our offensive basket interference. The tip by a tiki, 10. Double figures for the first time in his BYU career. And the Cougs are within 15, 53, 38, driving lay-in. And Bouye misses it. The rebound to BYU. Watch out behind Marcelo you. Marcelo is picked from behind, didn't see Bouye. Bouye wow. ahead to Tape who hammers it home. Just like that. It's a 15-point game. BYU the ball, and A.B. couldn't see what we did, Mark, which was Bouye racing from behind. He picked him clean. It is turnover number 9 for BYU, and the points off of turnovers are 7 points in USF's favor at 11-4. to four. It looks like Shabazz has rolled an ankle. All right. Is that Shabazz I think down? that's Bouye. Or is he it Bouye down? Bouye after... Chased down Alex. Got but, it.
2: And then making the pass, I think, might have twisted his ankle or knee. Looks like his left
1: ankle he was gesturing to. But he, either way, the Cougs in a 15-point game had the ball. And A.B. gets picked. And it ends up being 17 the other way. 55 to 38. Let's applaud Atiki Ali Aliatiki. Eight points and ten points now in back-to-back games. His career scoring highs come in consecutive games. So BYU... Trying to stage a massive rally. And the tide was starting to turn, Mark. With A.B. racing up the floor in a 15-point game. And we saw what he could not, unfortunately. And it turned into a turnover.
2: The crowd was almost too loud. People yelling at him to watch out. But the crowd was so loud he didn't
1: hear it. Ninth turnover for BYU-USF. Credit to the Dons. Only three giveaways tonight. Seneca Knight. Penetration. Stops at the restricted arc. Squeezes it up off the window. In and out. Heavy touch by Seneca and USF the rebound. 13 minutes to play, BYU's down 17. Every good look that doesn't drop through the hoop feels like a golden opportunity. Passing BYU by the team in gold, USF is up 55 to 38. Stefanini, left wing, straightaway Kunin. Kunin dribbling into a three, No, not even close, offensive rebound to Shabazz. He'll step back to the arc and reset to Stefanini. Four white shirts, it bounces to the smallest guy on the court. The offensive rebound edge, the second chance point edge, the points off turnover edge all to USF. Stefanini cut off mid-alley left, Travel turned it over. It's no harm done for BYU. 12-26 to play, BYU down
2: 55-38.
1: Marcelo's going to sit for a spell. He's got 19 on 6 of 10 shooting. Still so got
2: three fouls. Might be part of the reason to rest him, but can't rest him long.
1: Second leading scorer is a tiki with 10. Tijon Lucas, with two points on one for four, stops at the WCC logo ten feet away. Johnson from the right wing will drive to the right block. He scored a nice lay-in moments ago. Spencer on the post up picks it up, leans in, shoots and scores. Spencer Johnson has four quick ones here in the second. He missed that one. A Tiki tipped it in. That's right too. That's right. Yep, those were his first two for Spencer. That was a miss a moment ago, as a Tiki did follow. So two for Spencer. BYU down 15, 55 to 40. Tape up top. Stefanini, turned it over a moment ago. He jabs on Johnson, will drive to the free throw line. Right wing pass to Coonan. Coonan, penetration down the end line. And we have a foul on Loner, is it? Bumping into Coonan on the baseline. Yep, it's on Loner, we're taking a break. 11.39 to play. San Francisco, with the 15-point lead. That was the halftime cushion. It's 55 to 40. BYU trails, 11.39 to go. We're taking a break. Jason Shepard. scoreboard update next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with the scoreboard update. St. Mary's on the road tonight at Portland. Gales
1: with a 28-14 lead over the Pilots with six and a half minutes to go in the first half.
0: Also Pacific with a six-point lead at home over Pepperdine, 66-60, five minutes to go in that one. Back over to the Marriott Center and Greg Rubel.
1: Jason, thank you. BYU's largest deficit overcome in a win this season, 10 points at San Francisco. BYU trailed by 10 with 13.43 to play in that game. BYU's down 15 with 11.39 to play in this game. San Francisco will send in as we come back in. A baseline trigger for the Dons. Follows into Misalski on the post up. Ball na- knocked away and nearly taken away. Yes, saved in by Barcelo, but he ended up throwing it back out of bounds as he just kind of flung it behind his back as he raced toward the sideline. All he could do is just throw it somewhere that he hoped the teammate would be, but it went back out of bounds on the end line. So the Dons will do it again. 14-second shot clock. Bouye bounces in to Misalski. Masalski, a send out straight away. Three taken and missed by Wayne Rebounded by Tijon Lucas. BYU down 15 with 11-20 to go.
2: Really good board. Tijon's been very quiet since that injury. Driving dunk by Seneca
1: Knight makes it a 13-point game cleared for takeoff on the left wing seneca night makes it 55 to 42 and you know san francisco's thinking about large leads lost recently the back it. into yep. it byu down 55 42 left corner step back by Wayne won't take it left wing Shavaz. 10-second shot clock byu with an eight second shot clock defensively Shabazz crossover, drive, kick, Bouye, waits, takes, misses from three, it's an air ball. Gideon George down floor, Alex Barcelo lob up, Seneca Knight collides with Foos beneath
2: the basket, turnover. There are two of them there on the pass from Barcelo, they kind of bumped into each other. In a 13-point game. Killer. 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 Basically had a three-on-one and didn't get a bucket. Just, oh,
1: these things add up. Grish Wayne for three the other way. No. Rebound, Foose grabs it. BYU down 55 to 42. Looking to overcome the double-digit turnover. Seneca on the post-up. Good move to the rim, and a foul! A chance to make it a 10-point game! 55 to 44 is the score. Seneca takes the hit and gets it to go. Still plenty of time. It's an 11-point lead. BYU can make it 10 with 10.06 to go. And San Francisco, which a week ago lost a 23-point lead and a game to St. Mary's, had a 20-point, 20 21-point lead here at BYU tonight. And the Cougs can make it 10 if Seneca makes it the free throw line, and he makes it the free throw line. It's a whole new ball game, Mark, 55 to 45. And
2: the Dons are feeling it. You can see it in their eyes. This will be a good, good time to go to Misalski, trying to get
1: something at the rim. The crowd is loud. We have 10 minutes to play here at the Marriott Center. Bouye to the top. Gets a step. Stops mid-alley left. Three top of the key. No. Rebound Johnson off the miss from Meeks. Coogs down floor. Tijon Lucas left side. Tijon steps back to the arc. Johnson between the circles. Runs it to the arc right side. Spencer gives to Foos outside the right elbow. Foos tonight. Night's been hot. 18-footer. Back iron, rebound, Spencer Johnson, great board. Resets it to Lucas up top. AB on the bench, BYU down 10, 55-45. Lucas will drive. Little off balance, and throws one. it up,
0: and gets it to go again. Whoa. Oh, on the ground, oh, they they
1: call the foul out front.
0: Whoa.
1: And that'll be team foul seven, I do believe, unless they've already given him six. Is it one and one, or is that the sixth? I think that's seven, I think it's one and one. Tijon Lucas took a hit. It knocked him off balance he threw it up and somehow scored it they're asking and now is it six or seven less the, the floor but the, he should be shooting the scoreboard shows six so non-shooting but they're giving no. lucas was in the yet they're saying in the yet well if he was shooting it there should be no. a pass
2: it should be one-on-one it says seven on my okay And the, the announcer announced seven so so uh, tijon missed two earlier and he took a hard hit early in this game. It has been
1: quiet. Scoreboard's, scoreboards off one foul. It's one and one for Tijon. And misses short. And the rebound collected to Johnson for three. And he <sighs> missed it long. Wow. No points on the trip, Mark, in a 55-45 game. Wow. And Tijon's 0 for 3 at the stripe. Every chance to score so precious when down 21 to now 10 is only the deficit. It's a game of moments, Mark. Right wing three, heavy for the Dons. They're missing everything now. BYU the rebound. Lucas races past the timeline. Lucas gets it deep, but pull it out to Johnson. Spencer Johnson to the free throw line. Pulls it out to the wing himself. Hands to Knight. Knight three-point range left. BYU down 55, 45, 8, 45 to go. Gideon George accelerates, stops on the block. Pushed out, drift past right corner to Lucas. End line drive, knocked to the floor, calls timeout, or a foul? Foul, one and one. So Shabazz is called for the foul. His second, it'll be BYU at the free throw line on team foul number eight by San Francisco. But Tijon, on an 0-for-3 free throw night, goes back to the line, one and one. And and on all those
2: three, uh, he's been lucky to just catch the front rim. He didn't on one of them.
1: Short again. Oh, man. It's remarkable. A 79% free throw shooter, and he's 0 for 4 at the line.
2: BYU's had a chance to get two two free throws, a wide open three, and two more free throws.
1: Mark, BYU's missed 11 free throws, and they're down 10. 55-45. Something's not right with Tijon. He's trying to fight through it, but there's no way. All those front end misses are four points going by the wayside. Masalski has it knocked away by Johnson and a foul. BYU's a really good free-throw shooting team, Mark, 74% on the year. And they have not been good tonight. Eight for 19. An 0 for 4 from Lucas, an 0 for 2 from Atiki, an 0 for 2 from George, a 1 for 3 from Nell. AB's 4 of 5, Knights 3 for 3, 8 for 19. So you miss 11 free-throws, and you're down just 10 as Masalski shoots and makes at the free-throw line the other way. Those,
2: those two misses for Tijon. It's like going 0 for 4 because they're both front ends. Wow. I mean, BYU fighting to get back in there in the game and have multiple opportunities to get to single digits, and now it's a chance to go up 12
1: for the Dons. Uh, S- second free throw missed, and BYU Stephan- knocks it out of bounds. Stefadini
2: able to get in there and get a hand on it and deflect it off of BYU. He's not a big guy
1: on a miss free throw. Just so many mistakes here. How many misses have the Dons had that have turned into extended possessions tonight? Shabazz off the inbound. We'll back it up toward the timeline. BYU hanging in. Down 11, 56-45, under 8 to play Is the runner by Shabazz is no good. The tip up in the air. Offensive rebound again, Masalski, Reset Stefanini. Bouillet will drive it and pull it out with a 15-second uh, shot clock. It's over so and over,
2: frustrating. Looked like
1: Masalski kind of pushed Tiki in the back. No call. Another miss that turns into a possession extended and a three missed. Offensive rebound again, Masalski. Wow. Reset. Stefanini. Stefanini elbow jumper and that goes.
2: That's just that's just hard to see. I mean, it's hard to watch that. Unbelievable.
1: Plus eight in second chance points for San Francisco. BYU the other way. A.B. Bankson scores. 58-47. BYU down 11. A.B. 21 points. Now 37th all time in BYU career scoring. Just past four players on the top 40 scoring chart tonight. Moves ahead of Doug Howard for 37th. He's also gone ahead of Steve Schreiner, Travis Hanson, and Mel Hutchins tonight. Dons on a 10-second shot clock. Coonan. Hands high to Bouye. 6.55 to go, BYU down 11, 58-47. Bouye, guarded by Johnson, runs him into a Smosolski screen. Frees him to the free throw line, short on the jumper. The rebound slapped around, brought down by Gideon George. George into front court to Johnson. 6.40 to go, BYU down 11. Can they make it single digits on this possession? A tiki on the post up to the cutter. Foos, Great
0: pass. or George, beg
1: your pardon? And then Gideon George lays it up and in and makes it a single digit game, 58-49 step by step inch by inch 620 to play troops on the comeback trail single digit game BYU trailed by 21 Masalski top of the key a bump in the back and free throws nope non shooting it'll be team foul 5 and USF ball out of bounds after this dons 58 BYU 49 our score 619 to play on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: Back to Mark Durant and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, for more BYU basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
1: BYU Athletics would like to recognize CoinZoom for being tonight's game sponsor and thank them for being an important part of our team. Download the, Co- download the CoinZoom app today where you can buy, sell, earn, send, and send crypto on CoinZoom for the complete Bitcoin and crypto experience. Well, BYU's won one game this year when trailing with five minutes to play It came at San Francisco. BYU trails with 619 to play, 58-49 to San Francisco. Alex Marcelo leading BYU with 21. San Francisco is the first opponent against which AB has multiple 20-point games now. And USF is the team against which AB has shot his best percentage and scored his most points in conference play. BYU comes back in, down 9. 58-49 is our score.
2: It'll be San Francisco ball, and uh, BYU is somehow back in this game, but they got to get those stops, and then not just get the miss, but get the rebound. Had a
1: tough time doing that. BYU's out shooting San Francisco from the field and from the arc, but that free throw number, 42% tonight to USF's 67 BYU 8 of 19 the Dons 6 of 9 Cooks have taken 10 more free throw attempts but made only two more Then the Dons Jamari Bouye slow dribble out front moves it from his right hand to his left stops on the left arc goes right wing Meeks Zane Meeks will dribble give to Stefanini Stefanini will sprint to the baseline kick in the corner touch pass from Shabazz to Bouye back to Khalil for three off the top of the backboard and a shot clock violation and never hit the rim. And BYU basketball. So Mark has to make it a seven or a six point game with 5.57 to play. Still lots of time to finish the comeback. And and, and the Dons,
2: they had open looks. Nobody wants to shoot it. And Shabazz finally
1: shot it and missed badly. Ghosts of last week's lead lost against St. Mary's certainly bouncing through the Dons' heads. Tonight, Loner on the post-up. Gets to the Turn. middle. Right hand over the left shoulder. Strong Foose. offensive rebound. Foos back up with it. And Bankson, oh. no, but he's fouled. He'll have to earn him at the free-throw line. Would have been, been a three-point play chance for BYU. It's the one area
2: Foos can really improve on is finishing those. Even with the contact and the foul, he's scoreless in this
1: game. Chance to get on, on the board with free throws. So Foos to the line and makes... Good free throw shooter, Fuseni Traore. At EDGE, we sell pass control, knock doors, and love it. With your commitment on our managers, you'll sell more and have an amazing experience. Join us. Check us out on social media at EDGE2D or online, edged2d.com. But Fus just goes one for two. Another point left at the free throw line. Seneca, BYU's missed 11 of 20 free throws.
2: Seneca with a quick foul on the miss. So one more, BYU or San Francisco will be in the bonus. So I So it'll be
1: double bonus for BYU and single bonus for USF. 530 to play. That free-throw number will loom large and maybe cost the Cougars a comeback tonight. 58-50. A win is still within reach. 5.20 to go. Stefanini traverses the free-throw lane, falls away, and scores from 12 feet. Gabe Stefanini showing a lot more than he had on the hilltop well, against BYU. Did not play well there, but, man, I had a hand in his face with loner, a tough shot. 60-50, to dons back up double digits. Lucas runs through traffic to the top of the arc. BYU down 10 with five minutes to play. Can the Cougars pick up their second win of the year when trailing by five? Their first one came against San Francisco. Foose hands off to A.B., and he's harassed at the top of the arc. They knock it away from Barcelo to Loner with an eight-second shot clock. Loner gets low. He has a shot blocked, and the Dons come the other way. Maybe even a turnover they'll call that as it was knocked out of his hands, but I thought he was trying to squeeze a shot up. Either way, USF comes away with a 10-point lead. 4.39 to go. And USF will drain as much of this, cr- and we're seeing them get much later in clocks. As Stephanie will race it to the arc right, hand it low to Tape, Tape right to the rim, but he missed it, rebound, Loner, Lohner, Lucas, 4.20 to go, BYU down 10, can A.B. make it a single-digit game? He drives, he bla- he's blocked out of bounds, and, oh, Caleb Lohner pushed hard to the portal and then shoves Meeks, and now we've got tempers flaring as that was the hard shove of Lohner, toward the portal near the BYU team area. Todd Golden is in to help his players get away. Caleb was already running full speed to the corner and took a shove when he got there and came up hot. And he shoved back at Meeks. They're going to go to the monitor on this, certainly. And they may see. Yeah, clearly a, a bad foul on Meeks. Imagine a that's guy That's a dangerous foul. Getting that's hit. A, it's um, a dangerous foul. You're running full speed. Right. He gets hit in the back over a chair. Near the concrete stairs, and yeah. Loner came out hot, gave Meeks a little shove, but
2: you, you, you can imagine. The severity of the, the foul will kind of mitigate the response that they may issue against yeah, that was coming, coming I mean, at him.
1: You could argue flagrant, too, on that by the nature of the foul. It's a shove to the back on a player already running out of bounds over a chair near the stairs, and it's true. Loner did come back with a shove to the chest of Meeks kind of an elbow type swing into the, in the chest of Meeks. And so this could be double text It could be double flagrant ones. There was a lot going on over there. Yeah, Tijon a- was
2: there and a Tiki and uh, San Francisco players. It might take a minute to kind of sort this one out. I think definitely a foul to begin with. But then,
1: now it's a, now it, It's a loose ball scramble to the corner. Loner, on a full run, gets hit in the back. and. Now to Meek's, I'll uh, say credit, he, he did immediately go to Caleb to try and either help up or say, are you okay? Lauren didn't want to hear it and gave him a shove. Now the, the officials didn't spend a lot of time, or at least one didn't, but McCall and Wooten still remain at the monitor. They're gonna have this a longer look here with 417 to go. We're, uh, sticking, we're sticking right here for the time being. Let's reset you on a 60 to 50. I think they're going to go full. Let's take this full timeout. 60 to 50 Dons on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with the scoreboard update.
1: Halftime in Tempe. It is number 19 USC with a two-point lead over Arizona State. It is 26-24 in favor of the Trojans at the break. Back over to the Marriott Center and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason, thank you as the officials continue to review on the video monitor. The dust up before the timeout involving Zayn Meeks and Caleb loner will tell you that Smiths has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. And when to shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. 417 to play here at the Marriott Center. And things get particularly frenzied late in this one as, as BYU tries a massive comeback. They get within 10, and on a loose ball scramble, Zane Meeks shoves Caleb Lohner in the back over a chair at the BYU team area. Lohner comes back with a shove to the chest, and we're going to see what they adjudicate out of all of this. Well, Caleb certainly
2: gave a, an arm, forearm shove. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. The foul was pretty severe. You could have come away with two free throws in the ball, but will, what, what will the punishment be for Caleb? But I know Atiki was, I don't believe he was in the game. He walked down the bench and was in the tunnel. I oh that will be anything. I'm just trying to think of it. Took a long time to take a look at it. They're still discussing it.
1: BYU down 10, 60 to 50. The Cougars are trailed by as many as 21 here in the second half and have gotten the game to single digits. It was a nine-point and then an eight-point game moments ago at 58 to 50. You think about this, if, if Loner doesn't come back with a shove, it could have been a chance for a two, three, four, five-point possession for BYU in a 10-point game. They're going to bring both coaches to the scores table to converse with the officials here. So the head coaches are talking with Randy McCall right now. He's going to explain, and then Mark may be able to hear over the PA. What the actual call will be. Well, hard to get it,
2: hard to hear anything. Randy's a long discussion here as he's explaining it to the two coaches.
1: San Francisco on 38% shooting. BYU's just under 40 at 39.6. Neither team shot the three well, but the Dons have eight threes to BYU's three. The free-throw number looms large right now. BYU 9 for 21, and USF 6 for 9. So a 43% like. free-throw night for BYU. Mark, what do you know? It looks like we're going to get double technicals, Meeks and Loner. In which case, there would be no free-throw advantage for BYU. If Caleb just doesn't come back, yeah. BYU's looking at a 2, 3, 4, or 5-point point possession possibility I mean it's hard as a player to
2: get pushed into chairs and fans like that it's hard to control yourself man but if you can just do it you're the victim you've got the advantage you won the play you're going to get free throws you're going to get the ball in a close game it's hard to think all that in the moment but man you just got to control yourself and mm.
1: well there'll be a lot of what-ifs if BYU can't find a way to erase this erase a 10-point deficit here in the final 417. Let's remind folks that it was at Pacific on Saturday when BYU found itself down 13 with about half this much time left and found a way to make it a two point game and a chance to tie or take a lead didn't work out in BYU's favor on the weekend and USF might handle things differently than Pacific but the point being BYU's still hanging around and the chance to hang around would have been aided incrementally if not exponentially by Lohner. You know, not coming back and picking up a technical foul there. But but I assume it'll be BYU's basketball point here of inter- at, uh, well, point if, of interruption. If, if they, if they adjudicate it off of USF at BYU basketball point of interruption. And so now the referee, this is a long, long delay. The referee's now telling the scorers or the PA announcer what to announce as a result of all this. It's double technical, so they say double, is that what they said, Mark? Yeah, Meeks
2: and Loner, like we had uh, originally thought.
1: No free throws. No free throws. When BYU would have had free throws and possession. Well, might have helped turn the game. Instead, it'll be a 10-point game with 4.17 to play and no free throws being taken.
2: I don't know what this delay is going to do. I mean, the crowd was really into it. BYU was getting back in the game, and that was, that was a long delay. We're still still in it.
1: BYU still huddled on their chairs. Saturday in Stockton, the the massive delay was over shot clock buzzers and issues on the the scorer's table. And tonight's long delay comes after a dust-up in the corner that results with no advantage for BYU. And when Maloner went sailing out of bounds with a shove, it was going to be an advantage to BYU at that point. And so Lucas will trigger right in front of us here on the sideline. His credit, Meeks was going <laughs> apologetically, and owner wasn't having any of it. Caleb sitting. Marcelo top of the key. Marcelo a no look in the corner. George, big three. He missed it long. Air ball. been some air threes for BYU tonight. And USF the other way. And they'll run this thing to about 3 minutes and 40 seconds. 60 to 50. Mark, mate, the Cougars might have had their shot there. Uh-huh. 3.55 to play. Don's up 10. Still time, still time. Stefanini cut off on a double. Meeks on the wing right. Meeks stays in the game as Loner leaves it. Stefanini between the circles. Down to a Giddy Gideon George fouls on an eight-second shot clock. And you just can't do that. If you're going to play out the clock, you got to play out the clock. And out, out in front right near half court, reaching for him. It's an easy call. So after 32 or 22 seconds go off the shot clock, BYU fouls to put Gabe Stefanini at the free throw line. Stefanini is an 80% free throw shooter, hasn't taken a free throw tonight, 11 points on the night. Just so many, so
2: many mistakes. And Gideon, tough, tough start. 1 for 6, 0 for 3 from 3.
1: 1-1, one and one, Stefanini makes it. That's team foul 8 for BYU, so one more 1-1 one and one situation. Stefanini has been the star for the Dons in the second half. Cougars were trying to steal one here in the second half. Everyone's metal store is Palmer's Metal Mart, sponsor of our steal of the game. Can the Cougars find a way with 3.45 to play, down 12. 62 to 50. It's so hard to get Alex a look. I mean, i got to have some kind of play to get him a better look. From the left elbow, Alex out to Seneca. Open three for a moment. Will drive, stop, pop, and miss right at the rim. Rebound Tape, clears to Shabazz. And this may get to about three minutes before USF needs to shoot. 62 to 50. Dons may have weathered the storm here. who's made it interesting late. And a foul again out front. And it'll be one and one for the final time tonight. USF will shoot to the rest of the way. Fuseni Tarote picks up the foul. Fus on a one-point night. One for two on the free throws. Trying to foul. Masalski. maybe. He's not a good free throw shooter. Yeah, yeah, Masalsky, one one. So Masalski. 48% is all. 42 of 87, so a strategic foul, but he makes it. So Masowski at the free throw line. Now 4 of 6. Wow. And 5 of 7 for a wow. guy shooting under 50% at the line. 64 to 50 USF, a 14-point lead. After B-well, you got it to 8. Nell passes out of a 3 to RB. Back to Nell for 3, and that's not close. He's had some rough misses from 3 tonight. So, Don's basketball leading by 14, under three to play, and you can't think they'd find a way to throw this one away. They've been through enough late-game turmoil of late to know what to do. Knight tried to knock it away from Shabazz, did out of bounds. It'll be three minutes even on the clock. Some BYU fans head for the exits in an 18-second shot clock situation for San Francisco. USF 64 and BYU 50 is our score. Yeah, that whole loaner deal just sucked all the energy out of the building.
2: Seems inevitable at this point. But BYU's again, 12-game three minutes.
1: home win streak is on the line. BYU beat USF a year ago here to start that 12-game home win streak, and USF may end it as BYU ended USF's 11-game home win streak last month. Stefanini cut off on the baseline. And they call a late whistle oh. on Stefanini. So Falling late. to the ground the follow-way. He was hit on it, and they'll give him free throws. So it'll be double bonus rest of the way, but a two-shot foul on the shooting foul against Gabe Stefanini. And it'll be... With 2.45 on the clock, a chance for a 16-point San Francisco lead. Call came late. The whistle came a second after Stefanini hit the deck. And it'll be free throws for USF. That's heavy. Didn't look good. The minute left his fingertips. So Stefanini is now two for three at the free throw line. 13 points on the night. Second is good. 14 for Stefanini, 15-point lead. 65-50, 2.40 to go. Don's lead. A.B. to a wide-open night. He'll drive from the arc, get right to the rim, get fouled at the rim, and two shots coming up for Seneca Knight in a 15-point game. Well, USF had lost its last last four games against BYU. 30-second timeout coming up here for USF. They'll take it, we'll stay right here with it. 2.34 to go. Todd Golden calls timeout. USF really needed this win. After home losses to San Francisco, to BYU and St. Mary's, they get a steal at BYU. Puts them back on the right side of the bubble, and BYU may take the Don's spot on the bubble. Things are going to be dicey for BYU here late. Gonzaga comes in, things go frying pan to fire for the Cougs on Saturday. If you don't beat the Zags, Mark, you're looking at a four-game losing streak at the wrong time of the year. And it's a trip to LA, LMU Pepperdine. Another road game at St. Mary's and then home LMU Pepperdine to end the season. It goes without saying, you've got to sweep the two LA schools. And a win at St. Mary's might be needed to put BYU in the comfort zone when it comes to the NCAA tournament again. Because things are going to get really uncomfortable if BYU goes on a four-game losing streak, even though things have looked good for so long for BYU. It'll increase the importance of the St. Mary's game for sure and make the necessity of no slip-ups an imperative for BYU down the stretch.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously it doesn't look like they're going to be able to put up the requisite battle you're going to need against Gonzaga. So that that, pro- that game is likely lost. Uh, you throw everything you have at them, see what happens. But then you do have a pretty good schedule. I mean,
1: you, finish you with you four, finish Q4 five. games yeah, out of could, five. You
2: could get five in a row beating St. Mary's. You know, yeah, that would be the big one, right? Of course, you can't take any of those games for granted. I mean, Pepperdine, you can't take for granted. If you, lo- mean,
1: if you lost at Stockton, right, you can lose right. anywhere,
2: right? What I'm saying is they're all winnable games. I mean, you've already beaten St. Mary. They're, they're yeah. winnable. So you go, you lose four, that's devastating. But five in a row at the end of the season, maybe get, you know, to Saturday, and you win that game, and then you win.
1: In Vegas, th- you're talking in about. In Vegas,
2: that's yeah, six, seven in a row. Then you probably
1: lose against that. I mean, it's still doable, but it's just the fact that they're in such a bad place right now. Free throws for Seneca Knight, two of them coming out of the timeout. And makes the first, 65-51. BYU down 14. And of course, it's just fine and Danny if you want to go ahead and just beat Gonzaga Saturday.
2: Now That would that would cure a lot of problems. And I'm not going to say they, they can't do it because I've seen it many times. But well, uh, that,
1: that's that might be too much this a year. A one-for-two trip by Seneca. And uh, did, what, what, did, did one player go two-for-two two tonight the entire night at the free-throw line? It feels uh, that
2: way. Alex did.
1: Toppe dunks the other way. So an exchange of one point for two. And... BYU down 16 with 2.16 to play.
2: This isn't Pacific. They've got experienced guards. They're not going to turn over San Francisco, and there's a
1: turnover from Alex off his foot. 12th turnover of the night to only 5 for San Francisco. Points off of turnovers, Dons plus 6. Second chance points, Dons plus 5. And that free throw number, 13 misses on 23 tries tonight. So 13 misses in a 16-point game. Da- Zags in front court. Johnson fouls top eight. Two more. It'll be two shots the rest of the way. And this one is all but done here. 67 51. Don's lead by 16. 2.03 to play. BYU basketball brought to you in part by Zions Bank, which brings us the shot of the game every game for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And we're going to call the shot that gave Alex Barcelo 21 tonight. Our Zions Bank shot of the game. That 21 gave him two. 20-point games against USF, the first opponent in his BYU career, against which he's had multiple 20-point games. Top eight. Two for two, 69-51. The Dons 13 of 17, BYU 10 for 23 at the line. Kooks down 18. Made it interesting, got to eight here in the second half. Yeah. Marcello, one hand whip to Seneca Knight, right wing, step back and drive and drive for two. Driving dunk for Seneca Knight. It's 10 for Seneca. 69-53, the fourth, the third Coogan double figures is Seneca Knight. Marcelo 21, a Tiki 10, Knight 10. So a couple of 10-point games off the bench. A leaping steal by Tijon Lucas drives and spins around Stefanini. Reverse lay-in, no, and the rebound of the Dons. Tijon Lucas, a one-for-five shooting night and a miss at the rim and a foul in backcourt, two more free throws. in a 16-point game, Dons can make it 18, 123 to go, so USF will go to 18-5, 5-3 and five, five and in the WCC. BYU, after opening up 5-1 in conference play, will fall to 5-4. And, and again, the way the league tournament is set up, top two seeds don't play till Monday. Seeds 3-4 open Saturday. Seeds 5-6 open on Friday. And BYU is going to dip closer to Friday territory, at least in the current standings with a loss here tonight, as Stefanini misses a free throw. If BYU cannot come back in miraculous fashion, and it would be miraculous indeed, down 17 with 123 to play. BYU may see its record of never, never finishing worse than third in the WCC in jeopardy as Alex Barcelo goes for a reverse lay in. 70 to 55, BYU down 15, 110 to go. Masalski gets free for the dunk at the other end. 72 55, BYU down 17 with 107 to go. Yeah, Mark. Ever since BYU's joined the league, they've never finished lower than third in the league standings. Mm. It'll be a battle Didn't to finish top three. They were going to this, this year. time. <laughs> Seneca Knight gets his way low and lays it up and in. 72-57. Back to 15. Stefanini number 15 is double teamed in backcourt, and that ball is catapulted into row 10.
2: Yeah, Tijon uh, punted that one. Uh, I hope Tijan is good. He's not been right tonight. He took a hard fall, maybe knocked to the head. His shot has been really weird. I- I'm hoping he's okay going
1: forward. Foul in the backcourt, timeout, as Shabazz was double-teamed in the backcourt. So 15. 15- oh, is there a technical foul? A technical on foul Booyer? on Bouye. Bouye or Shabazz? yeah. He was yep. jar- jabbing at Alex, I think. So a technical foul on Shabazz. May not mean much here with 51 seconds to go and the Don's up 15. This game's had a little bit of everything, including some feistiness after halftime. So 51 seconds on the clock and the Don's up 72 to 57. Other action around the league tonight Gonzaga defeated San Diego 92 to 62. Santa Clara, a comfortable win with a big second half to defeat Loyola Marymount 79 to 60 at Santa Clara. Pepperdine loses in Stockton. Pacific was down 16 and came back to win that one 81 to 76. The Tigers have two wins in their last three WCC games. St. Mary's playing at Portland and leading 39 to 33 at the trial center. And it was at the trial center in a women's men's doubleheader that BYU women lost their first league game tonight to the Pilots. It really felt to be like BYU was going to get back in this game, Greg. They
2: they had all their momentum. They were getting into single digits. San Francisco didn't want to
1: shoot it. They were missing everything. And then it just kind of all stopped. And we'll look back as uh, technical free throws awarded BYU here. First and the second are both made by A.B. So Marcelo, a good scoring night, 24 he makes it a 13-point game, 72-59, 51 seconds to go, and USF will inbound in back court on the sideline. Bouye into Stefanini, back to Bouye. Bouye jumps it to Rishwane. Wayne. to front court. He'll pull it out and ask to get fouled. Stefanini now near the timeline. He won't get fouled. He'll go left wing. It's probably played out. The game is He's over. Cooks will go late in the clock. They're not going to foul, or will they? Late. If they do, it's two free throws. Rishwane from the right side will drive past. Marcelo stop and pop, miss, offensive rebound, reset. Shot clock is off, and USF can dribble it out, that unless BYU fouls. Fitting in, the well, what offensive they call rebound. There? Randy McCall's coming to the scorer's table. Was there a foul on BYU? Shot clock. Oh,
2: no signal, yeah. Oh, yeah, shot the shot clock, clock was reset. off,
1: when it should have gone to 20. So now it's at 16 with 23.3 to go. and a foul of Rishwain by Lucas, and it's two free throws. And now Lucas jawing with the USF bench a little bit. They're going to separate those players. And Todd Golden is not having it with Alex Barcelo right now. He thought Barcelo was too close. BYU players are hanging too close to the USF team area, and they want the BYU players to hit the road to the other side of the floor. Todd Golden, as affable as they come, but he's been pretty fiery, and trying to separate players on a couple of occasions tonight as C- Coach Golden's going to go down his bench a little bit late here. 21.3 to go or 21.3 to play in a 15 second shot clock and now we've I've got a timeout again <laughs> and the officials well, now conversing amongst themselves so how maybe may to handle the last 21 seconds here. I think I'm on Coach Golden's side. I mean you just got whooped
2: on your home floor. You just take whatever they got and just walk away because you're not in a position to talk. Maybe a lot of people may disagree with me, but, you know, let's just get out of this, got to get out of this game. And uh, they're going to give, uh,
1: they're going to give the foul to Coach Golden. So Todd Golden picks up a tee and says, who me? <laughs> I think they believe that Golden was interacting directly with Barcelo and or Lucas and yeah, I agree. That. That,
2: that's, not a, that's not appropriate either. You know, don't, coaches right. don't talk to the players no matter what they're doing.
1: Some Dons players dancing a jig on the floor right now as they celebrate this win. It's going to be a win. Todd Golden with some give and take behind the Dons bench right now. 21.3 to go, a 15-second shot clock and to game. The Cougars trail by 13. They're going to get more technical free throws let's late just, in this one. They may be let's inconsequential. Call it, yeah, let's call it. But uh, And what's not consequential, Mark, though, is the number of free throws BYU missed tonight. They're down 13. They've missed 13 free throws. 12 for 25 is the number right now. We'll go back to that sequence. BYU trailed by 10. Around five minutes to go, and Caleb Lohner was shoved out of bounds. If the shove was all that occurred, it would have been BYU with two free throws and possession. That could, in, could turn into a three, four, or five-point possession, make it a five-point game, and it's anyone's game at that point. But the second foul, which came via loner, made it no free throws, double techs, and USF never saw the league get under 10 at that
2: point. Yeah, BYU missed, and they, USF got two free throws, made their free throws, and that was it for the comeback.
1: So I think it's a, it's a wise move here. Coach yeah. Pope is going to pull out all the players that have had something to say about this testing this late and so those players will be taken out of the game it'll be hansen and erickson and stewart checking in late in this one
2: As a player it's hard to swallow you're mad you're frustrated you battled these guys all game long it's hard you know to take that and so it's just best like you said and then what coach pope is doing just get them out of the game at this point
1: the double text we were talking about a moment ago came with 416 to go and if it's if if it's an you know 8765 point game at that point it's it's you know there's plenty of time but that was a a key stage in which USF emerged unscathed and it's technical free throws first for Rishwane so there had to be yeah. more going on than golden right yeah, so it's it, it's a technical foul on Barcelo and a technical foul on Todd Golden Rishwane misses the first technical free throw and makes the second 73-59 14 point lead for USF On the floor, it's Erickson, Hanson, Stewart with Foos and Johnson. So Lucas out, Barcelo out, and no free throws for BYU. I don't know what that means, that they didn't call the technical foul on Coach Golden. So the only free throws in the sequence went to USF, and one of two was made definitely
2: think it was inappropriate and now it'll for be coach a reset Golden. it'll be
1: a reset shot clock to be jawing with Alex no question to me that should not happen from a coach dons inbound in the back court and with the game clock and the shot clock all but e- equal uh, usf can even dribble the clock out and not even shoot they could end the game on a shot clock violation essentially 73 59 dons will defeat byu the only question now the final score and they're going to bounce it out not take a shot hear the shot clock buzzer which you will hear And that'll leave .9 to go. BYU will inbound, and the game will be over. So Trey Stewart will send in with under a second to go. It's in to Hunter Erickson. The clock should run, and now it it didn't, and now it runs late. Either way, the game is over. There goes the horn, a delayed end to the game. As 73-59 is your final score, Don's defeat Sab. BYU will come back with a post-game recap on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to the Bilt Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right,
1: so BYU loses three straight games for the first time in the Mark Pope era. Never happened before. It's happened now. 73-59. San Francisco defeats BYU tonight in front of 13,000 and change here at the Marriott Center. BYU shoots 40%. <laughs> Actually, outshoot San Francisco. 40-39. to Three-point percentage. Uh, BYU 23. The Dons 37. BYU, 3 of 13 is all. Don's made 10 threes, 10 of 27. That's a differentiator. Free throws. BYU only 48%, 12 for 25. Don's 71%, 15 for 21. 25, Barcelo, 12, Knight, 10 for Atiki. Then you go down to 3 for Trevin Nell. 2s for George and Loner and Johnson. A single free throw for Fuseni Traode. And uh, so Alex Barcelo had 25 points. The other four starters combined had 10 USF gets four and make it five in double figures. So what a stark contrast, right? BYU gets one starter in double figures. All five USF starters in double figures tonight. Mm -hmm. 16, Masalski. 15, Shabazz. uh, 15, Stefanini. 13, Bouye. 10, Tape. Off the bench, Rishwayne one and Meeks three. 73-59. The Dons win it. Miscellaneous categories. Points off of turnovers, Dons plus 7, 16 to 9. Points in the paint, BYU plus 10, 30 to 20. Second chance points, Dons plus 5, 9 to 4. Fast break, Dons plus 9, 11 to 2. The Dons led for more than 27 minutes. BYU led for just under 10 all in the first half. Large lead for USF was 21. BYU's large lead came early at Twelve to four. There were four lead changes, two ties. USF did not trail after halftime. Mark, let's get to the New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. What do you like? Not like? What do you choose? <laughs> what do you choose for your New Skin Data Discovery in tonight's box score? Well,
2: you alluded to it a little bit. You have the starting five. Alex of twenty-five. The other four starters combined for eight points. If you add Caleb Loner, it's ten points. So a lot of no-shows. Lucas struggled one for six, or excuse me, one for five. He may be injured. I'll give him a a break there. One for six for George, one for four for Nell, 0 for one for Fasini. May have been the biggest part of this game, inability. Fasini kind of took a step back. He's been so good and was not a factor. You need a scoring presence in the paint uh, to help Alex Barcelo. Contreras. Atiki was amazing. I mean, he's the bright spot. I don't think you missed a shot. Uh, Atiki, yes, 5 for 5 for 10 points, 4 rebounds. He was terrific, but, man, Mm -hmm. just too many no-shows at home in such an important game.
1: That's tough. All right, 73-59, Don's defeat BYU. Coming up next, Kruger postgame live, then we'll return courtside on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.